So we've talked about the Eile Masei B'nai Israel, the journeyings of Am Yisrael in the uh, wilderness. And Rashi is really bothered by the very fact that by Yichtav Moshe. What do you have to write it down? You know, if I have a spat with my wife and I'm writing a journal, I don't have to write down every bloody spat we had over the course of 42 years. So Rashi says, Loma nichtavu halolu. Now, my wife and my father-in-law thinks it's apikorsus, but I truly believe that, as does Chaim Soloveitchik in his work on the influence of social times on Poskim, I think that Rashi living in Provence, seeing the Crusades before his eyes, um, and realizing that Christianity basically is dissing Judaism for the specific reasons of using its own text against itself, the way the early church fathers did after the Cheta Egel, and we lost the rights to Eretz Yisrael and Palestine because of the Cheta Egel and because of the way we behaved in the Midbar. So Rashi says, What do you have to write it all for? And so then he gives us one explanation. And he says, well, it's to show how great God is and how kind he is. Why? Because even though he was decreed upon us to wander about the wilderness for 40 years, nevertheless, it wasn't the entire 40 years. Remember the first year there were 14 stations. So take away that from 42. It's only 28. And 28 over four, 39 years, nicht gefällig. You know, every 15 months we had to move from one oasis to another. So that's his first answer, meaning, never mind what the Pshat says, quoting uh, uh, the Tanchuma, it wasn't, it was okay to, to record it. It was okay. Um, it was okay because it shows how kind God was. It's not that bad because. We stayed in some really nice hotels along the way and we didn't have to move too much. That's the one. Then he goes on. Clearly, he, I don't think he was satisfied enough with this because he still had to deal with the pshat. And the pshat is, you sinned, you're bad, you're wicked, now you can't go into the land. So now he brings us this wonderful drush from Reb Moshe Hadarshan, the Rosh Hashiva in Narbon, Narvon, a few miles away from Provence, all beautiful wine country. <laughs> and he quotes from his Rosh, his Rosh Hashiva, Rosh Hashiva in Narbon, by the way, whose son was Reb Nossen of Rome. Can you imagine in the 12th century opening up a yeshiva in Rome, probably in the ghetto, um, but that's the Baal Sefer Oruch. Interesting. His pupil of Reb Moshe HaDarshan is none other than the Sefer Oruch, the Baal Sefer Oruch, who writes the history of Jews. And if you want to go to any person who doesn't study outside uh, our tradition, like Josephus and historians, you'll go to the Oruch. You'll quote the Oruch to tell you when something took place in history. That's the son of Reb Moshe Darshan of Narvon. So Rashi now quotes Reb Moshe Darshan and says, to a king, his son was sick. So he has to go 
from Chicago to the Mass General in Boston. Okay. And he goes there. The kid is very sick, doesn't know what's going on. He goes there and he gets fixed, gets cured. So once they start coming back and they stop along the way, Worcester, um, you know, uh, Cleveland, uh, Detroit, um, Binghamton, Worcester, each place along the way, 42 places, of course, for, for the, for the Nimshalv, each place along the way, Hitchil Aviv Moneh, the father began to count or recount. Kolamasos, all of the ways. And what did he say? Omalo. Oh, Kan Yoshanu, here was where we slept. Kan Hukarna, here we felt cold. Kan Choshashto Ezroshachovakuler, here you had a headache, etc., etc., etc. It's an amazing marshal. Now, because it's early, he doesn't give us the art scroll nimshal. He just leaves that to you to understand. But for, for us to understand, it's clearly that the Masa'ot of the journeys, being, Moshe is being asked to write them by Yichtav Moshe, as Motsa'ehem Lemasa'ehem Al Piyashem, meaning Al Piyashem, the father is telling the child, God is telling us, you know, you were in Rafidim. This is what you got sick with this. This is where you got sick with this. This is where you got sick with this. What's Rashi telling us underlying that? You know, a patient can come to me and be addicted to opiates. One approach is to say, you're bad, you're an addict. You're an addict, what can I tell you? You're, you're just, right? And so you need to go to jail or you need to be prosecuted or you need to do this for what you're crying. The other approach is to say, and that only started with the 12-step program in the 30s, this is not a moral illness. This is a disease illness. It's not a moral defect. That 12-step program started with the Oxford group, which was a Christian group in England that decided to decriminalize through its work those who are addicted to alcohol. Until then, they were called degenerates and perverts and this and that. And especially during the time of prohibition, the temperance movement, if you remember, the ladies on Sundays <laughs> who would uh, prevent them going into the bars once prohibition was lifted, the temperance movement. All this had to do with this moral defect of character because you were addicted to drugs or alcohol or this or that. And then came the 12-step movement and said, no, 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 no. This is an illness. It's a problem in the liver. And later on, it turned out to be true. Those who have alcoholism have a, a defect in the enzyme that keeps alcohol around much longer. And so you become addicted to it. And the same with my patients who I do genetic testing on. I can see fast metabolizers of the opiate versus slow metabolizers of the opiate. So I can identify those who are more dependent. This is a function of, of, of the body, of the receptors in the brain. It's, it's not a moral sickness. It, it's it's a, a physical ailment. That's what Rib Moshe Darshan is teaching Rashi, I think. That God is saying, here you got sick, and here you got sick, and here. Now, you weren't aware of it. You, you were sick. And then we went to Harsinai, and we got you fixed. And now, on the way back, I want you, Moshe, to write down... This is where you had a headache. This is where you had a, a problem with this addiction and that addiction. I think that Rashi is choosing Dova Acher, the Rabbi Tanchuma Dorosh Bodrosha Acheres, 
by saying, I have a better argument for the Crusaders. I got a better argument for those who want to say this is a moral defect in Israel, and therefore we lost the right to Eretz Israel. And my argument is we were sick. That's what Rashi says. Now, now let's look at the way our Hasidic masters look at those 42 journeys. Last year, we talked about the Magid who said that every human being has to go through those 42 journeys from the time he's born to the time he is ready to return his soul to his maker. A radical statement, completely contextualizing the historical journeys, making it an individual spiritual path that we have these spiritual journeys. Okay, and so the oldest Yaakov Yosef, the oldest of the presenters that I'm going to give you today, says, Vayichtav Moshe Mosim. So he's now writing down those stations along the way. Rotzalomer, why is it Moshe? Moshe isn't Moshe, Am Yisrael isn't Am Yisrael. <laughs> the stations on the way aren't the stations of the way. So Moshe is the Bechina of Das. And Yosh, Yosh, Moshe for the Toldos is, uh, like the Morinaim, is the, the notion of the experience of religion, of the divine. Chochma is the intellect, Bina is the understanding, and Das is the final experience. So this was Moshe writing for himself, this escribe, this writing, anyone who does journaling, anyone who knows that to write is to really bring out a different part of the brain as you're writing. It includes other neuronal systems and brings other insights. This should be katuv on the tabula rasa of his heart, this writing. Tamid, what should be, what should be put on his heart? Motso ehem, their journeyings. So there's something about the spiritual journey that has to be chakuk on the heart, v'shoresh nishmatan, and on their souls, So there's a connection between das, which is in the heart, and with that part of our souls that's not within us, that's chakuk on the kisei that is hewn out of the divine throne. Makom gavoa ma'od, place of very high. We each of us has this connection unconsciously, and the told us is saying that this verse about writing the journeys was meant for Moses to inform us that each of us has that bechina of Moses, the yored lemasaov. And the motso ehem is that which emerges from the soul under the kisiyah kovod. Lemasehem, the journeyings, is milmala lamata. The journeying is not a horizontal journey in the wilderness, in time, in history, but a mythical circular journey that's, v- journey that's vertical, that's going up, going down, not going from a station of campment to a journeying to the next encampment, but the station upstairs and the Masa coming downstairs, all the way down into the body. The Toldos is mirroring the concept of Hitlabshut, that there is not an entirely disconnect between 
the immortal and the mortal, between the infinite and the finite, between the divine and the human. But there is some kind of continuum that has to be maintained. It's a, a channel that has to be nurtured and maintained. Why? In order to perform his shlichus, to perform what we've been sent on this earth to do. In order to understand what we've been sent on this earth to do, we have to have a connection, each of us separate and each of us individual and unique to each of us. I always stress that based on Riptodic, that it's, you can't just join the bandwagon. You each have to find your own spiritual path and the message that's being sent to you from above. The Zeshikos of Lamasem Alpi Hashem. Redundant. It just says, Vayichtav Moshe. It's Moshe. What do you have to say? Alpi Hashem. In fact, before it said, Biyad Moshe Varon. So what's the commentators are bothered by? What is this Alpi Hashem? I don't have to go into that. Rotsalome, but the Toldos says that the Nasiya Mimotem Lemasem, the movement vertically from the upstairs to downstairs, Baolamazer, who Alpi Hashem. Remember, he's fighting a battle. This is a polemic. This isn't just an exegesis of this wonderful verse. The Toldos is fighting a new revolution of the Baal Shem HaKadosh, in which it is considered pathological, if not heretical, to consider that there is an actual physical or spiritual or flux that connects the divine to every human being physically. That is considered a Spinozan type of pantheism. And they were put in cheirim for this kind of loshen. This is the shlichas that we've been put on the world, and we won't know it until we access this das within our heart that connects to above. Kmo malach laso Like when God sends an angel into this world, he sends him on a uh, he sends him as a messenger. And once he's written this lezikaron as a memorial. The low tishtach, it says, do not forget. Rotsaloma oz yira v'yivka shilo yenisiyosu madregosu bolomazer begashmi. Don't think that you can settle for all the journeyings that occurred in the wilderness and in your own lives, in com- comparison. Rakol masav beruchni kadeshi yiske lachso The whole purpose of this journey in life, begashmius, and everything we go through and that and all we were born with and all our addictions and all the genetic flaws that we carry and all the things that we inherit from our parents and the abuse and all that peckle down here in the world of Gashmius is meant as a shlichus masa beruchni for the sake of finding that connection with one's spiritual source in order to return to his origin so you sing I just told you that that's what Moshe that his instruction was because he's the beginner of Das so Moshe is the one that is being instructed to do that and now he brings it down to our level and so too a person is fitting 
to someone who's lipikeach, to anyone who's got eyes in his head, living through this world in his shlichus. Now he's bringing down to each of us. Because you know the spirit one day will return to its origin or to its uh, uh, to its maker. I, I return the spirit to its maker. Asher nitno, which was given it to it. Not like the animal world, which was created and is not of any importance above. So now take advice, the Toldo says. You should also try to attain the Das of Moshe in the sense of Vayichtav Moshe. Moshe is writing. It's an interesting notion of the concept of writing. I don't think he just means the way Moshe wrote. When Moshe is writing the Torah, he is suggesting, that's not just an act of recording. He's not just the way the Rishonim say, a scribe for the Rabboni Shalom. There's actually something going on in the Moshe, in the Das of Moshe, a transformation through writing. Anyone who writes knows that. And, Rab, and Moshe Rabbeinu is also testifying that that Moshe is also telling us that the divine reveals to him whether it's in a dream or in memory by the act of writing, he's engaging in the act of memory. He's memorializing in writing. And that memory is critical to this understanding of Das. Very nice. Let's go to the Kedusha Slavi, who takes it up a ramp. Reb Levi Yitzchak is the next generation. They knew each other, but he was the oldest of the Talmudim of the Magid. The Toldos did not go to the Magid and was not a pupil of the Magid. He was a pupil of the Balshema Kodesh. In fact, the Toldos was, thought he was going to be the next leader, but it was taken over by the Magid. So the Kaheliga Kedushas Levi writes, Now, the Kedushas Levi takes it one ratch further and he says, you know, why do we have to know about the names of each of these Masot? We talked about that last year. What do I need to know that each name there are 42 encampments. Now he adds a knech to the Toldos. Not only are they going on these journeys, these journeys had proper nouns, and each name of every oasis represented a different spiritual challenge. Yiras Raut Rahmanason. Every time they stopped in another place, they encountered a different quality, unique quality of evil, a different addiction, you would like to say. And so 
they then had to work through however long it took and they didn't leave till that particular station along the way had been conquered in terms of that particular addiction. So I'll give you an example. They, lay, they stopped in a place called Charada. Charada. Charada, the proper note, it's just the name of an oasis. But the fact that it's recorded in the Torah means we can learn from the, the synonym. And the synonym of Charada is Charad, to be pacha, to be full of fear. What did they learn there? They were attacked by the evil notion of fear, by a panic attack. They suffered from panic anxiety disorder. What did they have to do? They had to fix the lower level of that and raise it up to Yiras Haromamus to understand that that was a fallen concept, a fallen emotion that had fallen into the denizens of evil. They had to rescue it and make use of that panic to realize that what they were being taught was the not the fear of God, but the awe of God, the awe inspiration of God, transforming that fear. For me, that's been a big challenge in my life because I suffer from all the Roche Tevos, IRS, DEA, FDA, all the Roche Tevos. And I have panic attacks. One day the DEA is going to walk into my office like it did in 1984. Or the IRS is going to give me an audit like they did two years ago for my charitable contribution. I'm living in these pachodim. So, so this is the place of charada. So what you have to understand is for the Kedushas Levi, we all go through those stations in our lives. And every time we come across one of these stations, that station that was represented by these archetypal stations in the wilderness, we have that same challenge to transform it and take it out of the evil lower level and to a higher level. It's not that we give up on Yira, but the meter of Yira has a bright side and a dark side to it. Yira, we know, has Yira of Pachodim and Yira Roimimus. Next time, now they went to the red light district. It was another oasis along the way, and it was full of inappropriate loves. As, as we know, and there he actually quotes the Mori Naiman, the Ksonas Pasim of the, of the Toldos, in which any time you experience an inappropriate passion or an inappropriate desire, don't say that this is bad or you're bad. You have to grab the moment and realize that this is a fallen love, a love that of the divine that has fallen into the cleeper. So that you're looking at an inappropriate website. It's be not because you're bad or because you suffer from an illness. And that illness needs to be reified and rectified through the realization and the inner work of recovery that realizing that what I have is a God-shaped hole in my heart filled with inappropriateness and I have to fill it with the divine. That's what he's saying here. The real passion for the divine. That was the name of that place. And so when you think, I'm a big shot, you come to this place and you think, look what I've accomplished. Look at everything. Look how much I've learned. How many times I went through shas. Look at the big, good. And you're a nothing and I'm a big. 
That's the place they had to rectify that and realize humility. That Tiferes comes from uh, everything that's given to me is a gift. So for the Kedusha Slevi, he's taking what the Toldos says. It's actually a personal spiritual uh, journey that we have to go through. But he's actually ratcheting up by being very specific on each name of each journey represents an archetype of some other problem. Our job, as is typical for the Arizal and for the Zoya, is that going in Golas, going in the Midbar, going through our life of exile of the Neshama, is there for the sake of rescuing the holy sparks that came there from the from the Kleeper, from the Shvir Sakalim, from the catastrophe that was called creation. Now I want to end up with a 20th century Rebbe, the Shem Mishmuel, who was the son of the Avnei Nezer, who was the Talmud, son-in-law and Talmud of the Kotzka Rebbe. So now we're going to move from that first and second generation down to Kotsk, which is third, and now fifth generation, 20th century Shem Mishmuel. I told you once I was making rounds in Sharit Sedek on a Shabbos, and I came to this very chosh of a woman with her shaitel looking very chosh of, and I, I said, good Shabbos, how are you? And she says, do you know who I am? I said, no. She says, I'm the only surviving daughter of the Shem Mishmuel. I nearly fell off my chair. I was zoichet to see the Shem Mishmuel's daughter. He's going to talk about the journeyings and the restings, the journeyings and the restings. What is the resting and what is the journeying? Again, 20th century. Listen how psychological he, we've become. Yes, all the journeyings through the 42 stations along was to to push away the Sitra Achra, to work on the addictions, to work on the Yetzirah. Because coming to this place caused a new Yetzirah. Notice he's not talking about the name of the place and the archetype. He's talking about the response of the individual going into that place. He's focusing on the ego and the psyche of the individual. So going into the red light district, I'm going to be stimulated inappropriately. Because going into that place triggered, right? An alcoholic going into a bar for an orange juice isn't a good idea. It's going to trigger the stuff that's already latent in him. So going through that challenge, that bar, that place of Tumor, in that station, stimulated them with the koach of their sanctity in Torah and Avoida to overcome that Yetzirah. That's not what he's focusing on. He's focusing on the Chanaya that they spent there for 15 months. They received peace of mind. The encampment, he's punning, Chanaya, right? Today, uh, Chanaya is a parking lot in Israel. Chanaya is an encampment, but it's Loshon Menucha. They received peace of mind 
or what we would say in the 12-step recovery program. You would come to a serenity, a notion of serenity. You're not burdened by the addiction. So that that addiction wouldn't bother them, wouldn't completely consume them the way addiction normally does. It's a dazzling notion for a 20th century Hasidic master, 19th, 20th century. Remember, the Hasidic masters were very bothered in davening when machshavos ros of an inappropriate nature would enter your davening. What do you do with them? Do you push them away? Do you reify them? There's this concept that these machshavos ros just come into your head from nowhere. How do you deal with them? This wasn't the tachlis. Now he takes it one step further. The, pu- the purpose of going through this whole exercise, the addiction and the serenity, was Life is dukkha, as the Buddha says. It's one long suffering. The higher you rise spiritually, the harder the Yetzirah becomes. Brilliant idea. That the 42 stations along the way between Mitzrayim and Eretz Yisrael were a step-like graduated increase in the Yetzirah. So from that koach that came from the resting, that serenity of that one step, you now go to the next step in the program. Beautiful Gemara that says, have no serenity in this world or the next world. Because every time they reach a level, they, f- they face the next hurdle. Because every time they're exchanging one manucha for a new, that manucha gives you a koach chadash, a renewed uh, spiritual energy. So that they can then attempt to scale the next mountain. So that they don't remain on their laurels satisfied with the satisfaction of that manucha, that uh, sense of serenity which they've already accomplished. The learning never stops. The struggle never stops. The spiritual accomplishments never stop. The Yetzirah never stops. It keeps getting bigger. And that's our lot, according to this amazing psychological insight of the Shem Mishmur. Have a wonderful week, a good Chodesh. Everyone should have blessings for the coming Chodesh Av.